What up, everybody? Welcome into Locked On Warriors. I am your host, Charles T. Hamilton. Got another good one for you today as the schedule is released. We will break down every single game, all 82 of them, and I'll have a final record for you on the Warriors. I'm totally kidding, but there are some things to talk about, some marquee games. The Warriors are still the headliners in the NBA, and the Warriors rookies steal the show at the NBA uh, annual rookie photo shoot. I'll have all that and more coming up next here on Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, everybody? Welcome into Locked On Warriors. I am your host, Charles T. Hamilton. Hope you all had a great weekend. I sure did. But now it's back to basketball. It's always basketball, and I love it. The NBA schedule, the full schedule for 2019-2020 has been released. And after checking multiple times, the Warriors will play 82 games, 41 at home, 41 on the road. Uh, has been confirmed. And, uh, I mean, that's a big deal. It's a big, big if true. No, it's always funny. There there are certain things you can uh, glean from a, you know, schedule release. Certain games you might want to see. Certain storylines, etc. You kind of know where the team stands when you look at the Warriors and uh, see that they're still incredibly relevant even after Kevin Durant leaves. But, you know, you can also take it way too far and try and project their record because that's dumb. But it is fun uh, to get the schedule release. A lot of things jumped out immediately. Uh, a lot of things that I had mentioned before because, you know, little pieces got leaked. The Christmas Day game got leaked that will be Warriors-Rockets. And one of the things that came out today is it will be Warriors-Rockets at 2 p.m., which, you know, I don't know how you look at Christmas Day game times. You know, is that a prime... Is that the prime spot or whatever? Not that that matters, but I just figured West Coast game that it would be on later, that they would have had you know one of the night slots. But 2 p.m., I'll, I'll take it. Look, I'm watching it regardless. But I thought that was interesting. But we'll get into some more of that a little later. Just some, uh, some little pieces, little nuggets from today's schedule release. And the first thing I was looking for, because you've heard me mention it before on here, was... You know, the fact that they play Christmas Day made me think, all right, the schedule makers and TV execs and blah, 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 all believe the Warriors are still relevant, still a draw. And so the next game I was looking for was MLK Day because that's usually a big uh, big day for games as well. And they will be playing on MLK Day. They'll be taking on the Portland Trailblazers. So that will be a fun one. I, I think one of the cool things about the Warriors – uh, you know, I don't want to – with Kevin Durant leaving, it opens up new rivalry, potential rivalries where, you know, usually it would be Warriors and Lakers or wh- whatever team LeBron's on, basically. Warriors and Cavs. But Warriors in Portland, there's history. Warriors have knocked them out of the playoffs a bunch. Warriors in Houston, history. Warriors have knocked them out of the playoffs a bunch. Uh, you know, there, there's teams that they can form new rivalries with, with and we'll get more – uh, you know, spotlight games like that instead of just the 
Warriors and whatever team LeBron's on. Uh, Warriors and OKC. And that that's more of a Russ thing. We'll still see Warriors and Rockets uh, because Russ is there. But anyways, back to my original point. Warriors do play on MLK Day, which is big for them. And they also have the second most nationally televised games. And they were came in second behind the Lakers by one game. So the Warriors have... 42 national TV games, 13 on ESPN, 5 on ABC, 12 on TNT, and 12 on NBA TV, which gives them 42. Uh, Only the Lakers, who have 43, have more. And if you're saying, oh, well, NBA TV doesn't count, well, the Lakers also have 12 NBA TV games. So if you eliminate those, Warriors play 30 games on national TV, excluding NBA TV. Lakers play 31, excluding excluding NBA TV. So... Warriors are still a draw. Steph Curry is still a draw, still electric, still what people want to see, and still relevant in the eyes of the schedule makers, TV execs, etc., which was just something I was looking for, something I wasn't too sure about uh, after KD left. But it's a nice reminder uh, to, I don't know, people on the outside looking in of the, of the Golden State Warriors that they still got the two-time MVP, former Defensive Player of the Year, a 23-year-old All-Star, and, you know, an all D, uh, all-time Hall of Fame 3 and D player in Clay Thompson coming back at some point. Speaking of which, it also showed us, today's schedule release also showed us uh, the All-Star break, which is when we thought Clay Thompson would return, that most likely it'll be after the All-Star break, and it looks like that will be a great spot. Obviously, we don't know how his rehab will go. Uh, it could take longer. Could potentially take shorter, but I think for the most part, even if he does, you know, heal in a faster fashion than they expect, they will be cautious with him. Uh, So after the All-Star break, they have 9 of 11 games at home after the All-Star break, which would be a nice soft landing spot for Clay. And the two on the road are just one-day trips to uh, Denver and Phoenix. So could be a good time for Clay to come back. But again, not that we know exactly how his... Rehab is going. It could be at any other time besides that. But if the initial talks of him coming back after the All-Star break looks like a good time to do so. One thing that the league is changing, which I love and love about the NBA, is the fact that they'll just they'll make the changes. They don't need to go through. They don't need a focus group to realize that a 7 o'clock tip is better than a 7.30 tip. They don't need to make the G League try it out before for four years before they do it like other leagues. Uh, so that's one thing that has changed. Uh, there's still some 7.30 tips. Warriors will play 11 of them uh, on national TV, but the NBA has moved up a bunch of weeknight home games to 7 p.m. tips, which it's not just the Warriors throughout the league, but specifically for the Warriors. Uh, it, it's a good move, good move by the NBA, and simple. You know, doesn't have to be that hard, NFL, MLB. But, uh, yeah, that's one of the things I love about the NBA. They just, they get, they get it done. Another thing that the league is getting done slowly but surely is eliminating back-to-backs. The Warriors have 11 back-to-backs this year, which is down from 13 last year, down from 14 two years ago, and down from 17 three years ago. So they're working hard to eliminate back-to-backs, and the number just keeps getting lower, so... I mean, that's, that's a great thing that the league is doing. Like I said, they just they get stuff done. Uh, the Warriors kind of open in a weird way where they only play once 
during the first five nights, uh, the season's first five nights, but then they play a back-to-back in OKC in New Orleans. Uh, it's kind of weird, but oh well. It's always weird when the league, when the season opens and there's a, you know, a couple nights where your team doesn't play and you get all anxious and then it's just, oh yeah, they have, you know, 81 games left. It's it's not a big deal. But at the beginning of the season, you just want them to play pretty much every single night. One thing about the start of the season for the Warriors is they're on the road a lot. They are not going to be playing in San Francisco a lot. 15 of their first 24 are on the road and... Between November 6th and December 6th, 13 of 17 during that month-long stretch are on the road as well. So they're going to be on the road a lot, but like we said, it all evens out, man. That was the big break from today's uh, schedule release. They will play 41 at home and 41 on the road. That I can guarantee you. Uh, There's some dates in there that some people might be interested in. Uh, Zion will come to the Chase Center on December 20th but it will be the third game against the Pelicans. They play the Pelicans uh, twice in the first like month and a half, which is, I don't know, whatever. I I hope Zion is the draw that people expect him to be because, man, there's a ton of pressure on him, or people are putting a ton of pressure on him uh, because you know, I, I just don't know. We'll see. I always hate putting pressure on rookies like that because it's just it's not a, it's not a science. But, again, this isn't about Zion. This is about the schedule. Uh the two Nets games will be February 5th in Brooklyn and then March 12th in SF. Um, potentially KD will be there on March 12th, you know, get a nice wave and video package from uh, from the fans and all that good stuff. We'll see. Um, I, I think once he starts playing, that's, that's going to be way more impactful. But still be good to see him. So Andre Guadalla's return to the Bay would be on December 9th. But that's also contingent on whether he's a part of the Grizzlies anymore or not. Uh, because, as we know, they're looking at buyouts and trades and, and everything like that. So we'll just have to wait and see uh, on December 9th, really. I mean, he could be traded that day, honestly. Uh, we're going to take one break, come back. I got a few more thoughts on the schedule. want to talk about the Warriors rookies as well. But first, I want to let you know, all you fantasy football players out there that You need to be listening to Vinny Iyer on Locked On Fantasy Football. He gives you the edge with over 20 years covering fantasy football. Don't listen to the same stuff as everyone else. Then you are the same. Get the edge from Vinny that will put you ahead on draft day, put you ahead all season long. Locked On Fantasy Football. You can get it on your favorite podcast provider. What up, everybody? Welcome back to Locked On Warriors. I'm your host, Charles D. Hamilton. What's good? Just going over the schedule a little bit, and that's the thing. It's, you know, little tidbits here and there. It's tough to, I don't know, really know the impact of the schedule until you get there because of how things can change throughout the season, like Andre potentially returning December 9th. We don't know. We don't know if that's actually going to happen. But one of the things that is going to happen, Warriors have three separate five-game long road trips, and that's their longest road trips of the year. Uh, So that'll be 15 combined games all on the East Coast. The first one is November 29th through December 6th, and that's at Miami, Orlando, Atlanta, Charlotte, and Chicago. Uh, January 28th through February 5th, they go Philly, Boston, Cleveland, Washington, Brooklyn. That's going to be a tough one. And then March 14th through the 21st, Milwaukee, Toronto, Indiana, Detroit, New York. That's also tough. So those are pretty daunting. 
especially those first two, because you still won't have Clay Thompson back. So it's, you know, big test for Steph and D'Angelo Russell. That's really what is the most intriguing part about all this is just with a tough start to the season, all being on the road, how does that affect how D'Angelo Russell starts fitting in with this team? Does it have any effect? Who knows? But it could. You're not in the friendly confines of the Chase Center. Uh, As you all know, preseason begins October 5th with the Lakers. I think it's one of four times they play the Lakers in preseason. So that's the real opening. They do take on the Lakers uh, November 13th and April 9th in L.A., February 8th and 27th in San Francisco. No offense. Much more interested in the Clippers games than the Lakers games because I still don't believe in the Lakers. And those four games against the Clippers are obviously opening night, opening night, excuse me, uh, October 24th. Then they play at... It's the Staples Center at the Clippers, uh, January 10th, March 10th. They will be at Chase Center again, and then April 11th at the Clippers. And one interesting thing about those games that I mentioned, and not just for the Lakers and Clippers, there's one more team that I want to talk about that hasn't been talked about as far as the schedule is concerned, which I will do in a minute. But first is those last couple games, whether it's against the Lakers or the Clippers, are the last, you know, five, six games of the season. So will these teams be in a position where they're all playing their guys or not? We'll just have to wait and see, obviously, but that's something that could factor in and could either help or hurt the Warriors, depending on where the Warriors are are, are at uh, in, in that point during the schedule. Warriors could be fighting for the 8th seed. They could be firmly in the, you know, 5 seed, whatever the situation is. So that's something to look forward to uh, once we get there. But there's one team that hasn't gotten the, I don't know if headlines is the right word, but no one has really gone out and said, oh, you know, Warriors and this team, these are the dates, so I'm going to do it for them. Because it's a matchup that I'm incredibly intrigued by. It's a team that's on the rise. It's a team that is 100 miles away. It's a team that played them incredibly well last year. And uh, they could be potentially fighting for the eighth seed. And I don't mean just in general. I mean, the the Warriors and the Sacramento Kings could be potentially fighting for the eighth seed. I think the Warriors will be better and probably not be worried about the eighth seed. But again, we just don't know at this point. With the way the West has changed, with the way teams have come together, with LeBron and Anthony Davis, with Mike Conley going to Utah, I mean, I don't have to go over all the moves. You guys understand what I'm talking about. And the Warriors could be just fine. But at the same time, there's a budding rivalry, a geographic rivalry at the very least with the Kings. There's a lot of respect for the Kings on the Warriors' end and vice versa. But there's also a little bit of relax, young Kings. You're, we're still the Warriors. And a little bit of, you know, we're, we, don't give, we don't give a damn about what you've done the last couple years, like it's it's now. Our time is now for the Kings. And I like what the Kings did this offseason. So if you can't understand what I'm trying to say, here are the games against the Kings this year. Uh, December 15th will be at Chase Center. Uh, January 6th at Golden One. February 25th at Chase Center. And then April 15th at Golden One. And the April 15th one is interesting to me because that's the last game of the year. 
So it could be potentially nothing where we all roll our eyes and say we got to do something better for the end of the season because neither teams are playing their guys. And, you know, I've, I don't know, Alan Smilag each has 30 points and Tyler Lydon gets a triple-double for the Kings. Or it could be a game where these two teams are going head-to-head to try and see who's getting the eight seed or just seeding in general. Um, it's an interesting schedule tweak but also interesting in the sense that there's a little budding rivalry, and these two teams have never been good at the same time. You know, early 2000s, when the uh, Kings were good, Warriors were not. We believe Kings still weren't, uh, Kings didn't make it, Warriors did, and then we all know what happened the last five years. The Kings have not been very good, and the Warriors have been uh, the best team in basketball. So, Maybe I'm forcing it. Maybe I just want there to be a Northern California rivalry between the Kings and the Warriors. But there's also seeds. There's also a little bit of something there. I'm not just making it up, you know, out of thin air. There's there's something. And uh, I like I said, I like what the Kings have done, getting Dwayne Dedman and Trevor Ariza and Rashawn Holmes. I like. I am the president of the Rashawn Holmes fan club. I'm also the vice president of the Dwayne Dedman fan club. Uh, I, th- I think what the Kings have done this year has – has been great. It, it reminds me of when the Warriors got Sean Livingston and Barbosa and all these other guys where it wasn't, hey, we're going out looking for a star. We're going out looking for players to be able to support our young star in De'Aaron Fox. And that's who they hope is the star is De'Aaron Fox. But look, if it's Bagley, if it's Giles, if it's uh, you know Buddy Heald, whoever. But they're betting on De'Aaron Fox, and they've surrounded him with solid role players. Now, if he takes the next step, this this is a playoff team. And hopefully a fun rivalry for the Warriors as well. So that's all the schedule talk I got. I think I got plenty of it in there. Um, it's so funny. Once the season starts, it's like, why did we even talk about the schedule? But in the offseason, once it comes out, you, this this stuff is great. So what we've learned is the Warriors still incredibly relevant Still going to be all over national TV. You'll still see them on Christmas and MLK Day. You won't see them on opening night, but you will see them two nights later against the Clippers. And Steph still still draws ratings, man. Steph is still a draw, regardless. Going to take one more break. Come back. I want to talk to you about the Warriors rookies uh, being the stars of this uh, latest NBA rookie photo shoot. But first, the new Locked On NFL is on fire. Last week, it was one of the most listened to NFL shows with the expert analysis of former NFL scout Matt Williamson and hosted by Brian Peacock. Locked On NFL is your daily national podcast on all things NFL. With Matt's unique take on the game, follow Locked On NFL now on your favorite podcast provider. What up, everybody? Welcome back into Locked On Warriors. I'm your host, Charles T. Hamilton. Just went over the schedule release and just some tidbits here and there about it. If you're looking for more schedule content, uh, Anthony Slater has a great breakdown on The Athletic. Uh, NBC Sports has some great stuff there as well, so you can go check them out. I think we covered all of it, though. I mean, there's only so much schedule breakdown you can do. But on Wednesday, I'll go through all 82 games and we'll break down what the Warriors' record's going to be. Just kidding. That's a joke I find funny. I hope you do, too. Speaking of funny, Eric Paschal, Jordan Poole, were recently at the NBA's rookie photo shoot. 
You know, it's where you get the photos taken for basically rookie cards and stuff like that and some promotional stuff as well. And uh, it's usually pretty uneventful. And this one was as well. But there was some videos that, that leaked. Or I don't know if leaked is the right term because that, that sounds like they weren't supposed to. But some social media videos of uh, Eric Paschal and Jordan Poole just being funny and gregarious and outgoing and dancing and just stealing the show kind of. And it just gave you a peek into the personalities of these rookies that uh, these guys are going to be some fan favorites. I think both with their play on the court and their personalities, uh, funny, easygoing guys who will definitely fit in with the Warriors uh, as long as the hard work is there, which, you know, from what we've heard, it is with these guys. But they are, uh, they stole the show for me. There was a great one. I suggest you all go check it out. Uh, you know, if you just search Jordan Poole or Eric Paschal, you'll you'll be able to find these videos of them just gigging <laughs> during the photo shoots. Uh, there's one where they're, you know, Eric Paschal's uh, trying to teach Jordan Poole like some, you know, New York two-step or something. And then it pans over to Bull Bull, who just, it's like they're speaking a different language. It's like that that gif of Russell Westbrook after that old guy cussed him out, and he points at him like, this guy? It was hilarious. I know my, my uh, commentary isn't doing it justice, but I suggest you all check it out. It was also just something, like I said, that to me says these guys are going to fit in great and will be fan favorites uh, immediately. And not just personality-wise, it'll be interesting to see what happens on the court. Because Eric Paschal, that guy's a four, no question. He's, you know, six, seven, two fifty five, built like a, you know, brick S house. Yeah, I'm trying not to curse. But he's also the closest thing they have to a true wing, which I know is not a great thing. But if he can respectfully defend the small forward position, I think he's going to get some time there. And then Jordan Poole. It's going to be important for him, not just coming off the bench. I mean, yeah, if he can be that the classic sixth man of a microwave score off the bench, that'd be great. But they also need the scoring without Clay, and they're also going to need to see what kind of lineups they can come with when they do get Clay back. You know, maybe it is Clay and Jordan Poole coming off the bench in that second unit. You know, who knows? But I do think these guys will fit in perfectly. Uh, they got great personalities. Maybe they can fill the role that the Warriors were lacking last year of, you know, top-notch bench celebrations. Because last year they were fine, but, you know, with no JaVale, no Nick Young, there's a little something missing. They didn't go the extra mile. I think you get some youth on the bench. We'll get some real nice, unique, uh, innovative Hilarious bench celebrations from Jordan Poole and Eric Paschal. I'm, I'm, I'm anointing them the uh, the team captains of the of the the bench mob, so to speak. I, I need need some good bench celebrations. This is probably as good of a spot to end as any other. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. I'll be back on Wednesday uh, with another episode of Locked On Warriors on the Locked On podcast network your team every day you can't climb a mountain if it's smooth right you gotta go over the rough spots (laughs) peace you are locked on warriors your daily podcast on the golden state warriors
part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 